This is episode number 168 of the High Impact Leaders Podcast, your shortcut to personal growth and career success. Welcome to High Impact Leaders. I'm your host, Doug Stannard of the Leaders Institute, and our goal is to help you build strong teams while growing a successful business. My topic this week is what is effective communication and how does it create a better team dynamic? Uh, So in this episode, I'm going to give you the five elements of effective communication. And if you have a fantastic team with great chemistry, then you're probably going to recognize many of the elements that I cover. If your team sometimes experiences eh, somewhat miscommunication, then you can use the five elements as a guide to improve your communication. By the way, the episode is brought to you by leadersinstitute.com. For leadership or team building ideas, please visit our website at www.leadersinstitute.com. And if you like the content of the podcast, make sure to leave me a review on your podcast app and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that your phone automatically downloads each episode. All right, so let's get on with today's session. So the topic today is what exactly is effective communication? And if you've ever worked on a team that has just a crazy amount of chemistry, then you probably already know the answer. Everything that they touch, you know, is gold and and they produce more than any other, every other team combined and, and they have fun doing it. Unfortunately, you also know that that's not really the norm. Most teams have at least one or two people that you don't necessarily like, that one person that doesn't do anything or that one person who shows up always talking about their personal life, one person who thinks that they're better than everybody else, one who's, you know, try and then one who just kind of tries to make everything kind of work. So, uh, so what's the difference between the two teams, the one with the really awesome chemistry and the one where you have all of the, the, the challenges and miscommunication? Good communication skills are the heart of a successful company. In fact, a survey conducted by Project Management Institute, PMI, reported that one out of every five projects were unsuccessful due to ineffective communication and nothing else. This shows just how essential communication is within the team where each member must kind of understand not only their their role, but also the roles of their team members and the team's objectives and how their collective efforts contribute to the goals. By the way, effective communication goes beyond merely exchanging information. It's about understanding emotions and the intentions behind the information. So Watson Wyatt Worldwide conducted two studies, one in 2003 and then another in 2005 to identify which communication practices deliver the best return. And basically both studies confirm what we've all suspected. Good internal communication correlates to higher levels of employee engagement and lower turnover rates. This statistics, by the way, it underscores the importance of addressing poor communication issues. If the if the common goal is team cohesion and enhancing overall team performance, you want to kind of keep that in mind. Okay, so let's go over the five key elements of effective communication. So the very first one is clear communication empowers teams to collaborate and be more productive. According to communications expert uh, Deborah Hamilton, miscommunication costs businesses with up to 100 employees an average of over $420,000 per year. 
That means if you have an if you have a hundred employees working for your company, you could have four hundred and twenty thousand dollars more per year if we just are better communicators. Are better communicators. So this emphasizes how we communicate is just as important as what we are communicating. So whether it's emails, team meetings, or a designated communication platform. That in, you basically you want to ensure that everyone knows how to disseminate and receive information. Some companies may have different communication channels for different departments, and, and that's okay. As long as there's still strong communication, that ensures that nobody in the group is, is left out. This is especially true when it comes to remote teams where most of your interactions are through video conferencing or emails instead of face-to-face communication. Uh, McKinsey Global Institute found that implementing social technology to improve communication and collaboration could increase productivity by as much as 20 or 25 percent. One caution, though, I would have you consider is that having too many different ways to communicate can actually be detrimental. Uh, I've got friends who have four different calendars, two phones and 18 different apps that they have to keep up with. This is a great way for things to kind of fall through the cracks. So in a world of information overload, anything we can simplify, especially communication channels, channels that will be better. So as a leader, um, it, it's our job to be crystal clear on a few things. The first thing is you want to be clear about your vision. So when you're communicating things, these are kind of the top priorities if you're the leader of the organization. Your vision, so people don't know where they're going, when we're getting there, who's coming and why we're doing it, then they're going to feel lost. And, and if you have people who don't seem passionate, they're not engaged, or they seem like they're only there to collect a paycheck, you might need to, to make sure that you're clearly communicating your vision uh, on more occasions anyway. The second thing is your values. Creating values is not just you know, something that you put on your website and it looks good and can decorate the halls or something like that. These, these are things that the company lives by. You, you might not think that they're important, but when you have clearly defined values, that's how people are empowered to make their decisions. Uh, these are the guardrails for your teams to make sure that they're on track and doing the right things on a daily basis. The third thing that you want to be, be clear on with your team is your goals. Now, again, this is how people know what they're, they're focused, that they're focusing on the right things each day when they sit down at their desk. This gives them the focus that they need to move the needle forward. So the second thing, the second element of effective communication is active listening promotes stronger workplace relationships. Most of the time when we're, quote unquote, listening to somebody, we're actually thinking of the next thing that we're going to say. I mean, this is true of most of us. A good, a great way to develop listening skills is to, is to, is to practice it a little bit more. Um, for instance, at our company, we teach that there are there are four levels of listening. You got the attentive listener, the selective listener, the listener that's just pretending to listen, and then the person who's absolutely ignoring your team, ignoring the the people around them. So one of the things that that we do is we get our we get groups into uh, different teams and we have them actually practice listening at the lower levels. It's it's actually a really fun activity that you can do. 
So basically we have people for 30 seconds, not a long time, just 30 seconds, just pretend to listen to the people that that are talking to them. And there'll be a little bit of frustration that'll set in, but eventually everybody will just kind of start laughing. And the reason why they start laughing is because they notice some of the behaviors and the people that are pretending to listen or that are selectively listening or that are ignoring them completely. When they notice those things, it, it becomes kind of an obvious Oh man, I've done that to my wife, or I've done that to my kids, or I've done that with my coworker like 10 minutes ago and that kind of thing. So, so practicing good listening skills can be very, really, really effective. By the way, the real secret about those four levels of listening is that in every single conversation that we have with people, at some point, we're at each of those four levels. At some point during the conversation, we're going to be totally ignoring that person. And it's not that we're being rude. It just means that something that they said sparked a memory. And all of a sudden we kind of phase out for a second because we're thinking about what that person said. And then we kind of catch ourselves like, oh man, I forgot. I'm not been paying attention. And we kind of focus back. The key thing is to try to hang out in that attentive listening level more often, and you'll have stronger working relationships with, with the people that you interact with. Okay, so the third element of of effective listening is nonverbal communication. Nonverbal communication builds trust and rapport quicker sometimes than verbal. The the nonverbal cues include body language, facial expressions, tone of voice. In a team setting, these nonverbal cues can indicate a team member's attitude, comfort level, and a lot of times emotional state. So research suggests that nonverbal cues such as Facial expressions, eye contact, body language can carry up to 55% of the emotional content of the message. So when it comes to effective communication skills, strong nonverbal communication is an absolute must. So educate your team about the impact of this nonverbal communication and how it changes the perception of their message. Sometimes body language can send more important messages than what we're actually saying So if you can be aware of your nonverbal cues, you're more likely to have a positive outcome. A quick Google search for body language training is an easy way to make your team more aware and and, and about how to adjust for better results. For instance, a lot of moms develop that that mom stare (laughs) that kind of scares you to death. Um, you know, most moms don't have to say anything when we see that look on their face, because uh, if you get that look, you know you're in trouble, right? That's the power of nonverbal communication. We don't typically encounter that kind of look in the workplace, but it can hold the same type of power in communicating a message. Our, our facial expressions, our our body posture, our, our hand movements, our eyes, they all kind of tell a story. Um, have you ever led a meeting where people in the room are sitting back in their chairs with their arms crossed? I mean, what does that tell you? <laughs> they, they, it tells you really that they they they're probably disagreeing with what you're saying, or they just don't want to be there, right? That negative body language kind of throws us off when we're presenting. That that doesn't say, they didn't say anything, by the way. They you we just know it's true because because of the way that they're positioning their their body. So perception is everything when you're talking about nonverbal cues. So the fourth element of good communication skills is feedback. It's the key to developing high capacity leaders. Feedback helps foster a culture of continuous learning and improvement and also enables the correction of missteps and promotes a personal and and team growth. A Harvard Business Review study highlighted that 72% of employees thought 
their performance would improve if their managers would provide corrective feedback. The best way is to cultivate a feedback-rich environment that focuses on growth and development rather than criticism, though. By the way, this includes both giving and receiving feedback with, with grace and providing suggestions for improvement. The most important part of giving feedback is making sure we have enough relationship capital with that person, by the way. If we don't, it's always going to be taken negatively and we can actually damage the relationship. Uh, This is what I call the relationship bank account. If you've kind of heard some of the other podcasts, it's basically every time we do something positive with somebody, we're making a deposit into that bank account. Every time we do something negative, we're making a withdrawal. So basically, if all we're doing is just withdrawing from that bank account, we're going to get overdrawn. And that's the thing that you have to be very, very careful about. So keep making those positive deposits so that on the occasion that you have to be a little bit more critical or give some feedback, it doesn't destroy the relationship. So the fifth element of effective communication is to create a respectful and safe environment that promotes better problem solving and innovative teams. A respectful environment encourages open communication and a safe environment where the entire team feels comfortable expressing their ideas and concerns. For this to occur, though, team members have to be genuinely open to different points of view and not degrade them for those views. This openness not only fuels innovation and problem solving, but also creates great employee engagement. One of the ways that this type of communication is fostered is through regularly scheduled one-on-one meetings. The old adage in leadership is that you should never eat alone, right? So lunch is a great opportunity to apply this in the real world. Uh, going back to the first thing that we covered, creating that that safe, respectful environment ties in with your core values, right? So if we use our core values to hire people and we let them know up front that we believe in creating a safe and respectful work environment, then you're going to create a team that kind of shares that the values that you have as, a, as an organization. However, that does not mean that they're going to follow these values 100% of the time, though. Um, it's it's so important to consistently communicate those those values clearly to your team because this also means that you'll have to hold people accountable to these values as well. Yes, that even means your top producer, you know, your right hand person, your person who's been there for thirty years, and even the CEO of the organization. The the values are what really creates the value within that organization. So in conclusion, creating that dream team, it's not easy, but great communication is the vital cog in the machinery of success. Developing effective communication skills within a team is it's not a one-time task, but it's a it's a continuous process requiring conscious effort from the leader and every single team member on on a daily basis. So as teams harness the power of effective communication, though, they evolve into more cohesive, productive, and successful units. And the the ripple effect of this um, evolution reaches far beyond their professional sphere, by the way. It, It encourages personal relationships and enhances individual confidence and satisfaction. But you also help them create those that same type of environment outside of the workplace as well. All right. So thanks a lot for being a part of High Impact Leaders. We'll see you next week. 